Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew. There's a sneak peek at next week, episode number 610 for comics originally releasing January the 26th and January the 27th. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming week. Drew, we got all kinds of fun stuff to talk about. Where do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I want to start by um, welcoming our newest patron, Adam Pazdory. Pazdory? Um, who says, hey, I'm happy to support you guys. I have been listening to the pod for over a year. I appreciate the easygoing, no-nonsense style of the show and keep up the good work. Welcome, Adam. Um, Adam Pastory is is a patron, and you too can be a patron. Um, Not as special as Adam, because he's in there ahead of you, but that's cool. You guys all kinds of great stuff. the first Avenger, he's the first Patreon. Yes, he's he's awesome. We want to we want to thank him. Uh, fun fact about Adam: he's the one that knitted those Bernie gloves. <laughs> Thanks for the memes. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're uh, check us out on Patreon. Uh, Comics for Fun and Profit on on Patreon. The links in the show notes. Um, you can uh, support us at any level uh, to get access to uh, early access shows uh, bonus episodes um, spec exclusive um, bonus spec picks um, before we even go cash them in ourselves 100%. so so we so you don't want to you don't want to miss out on some of those things or wait for the show um, so there's lots of cool fun stuff in there We're, we can continuing to come up with things that we want to add um, but there's plenty to to do and unlock there right now. Um, and in fact, this week you already saw something that was unlocked based on uh, the patron, the patrons who have unlocked bonus a bonus interview show. Um, and our good friend Jason from Hawaii interviewed uh, David Pipose or Piposi, um, uh, the writer of Scouts Honor, and they talked for about an hour and a half. Um, so it's a great interview jason did fantastic work there um and david was awesome had some great things to say um really cool guy and we want you to check out his scouts honor book too yeah Um, great great book so it's awesome to be able to talk to him right on the heels that first one coming out yes so uh this wouldn't have been available had it not been uh for our patrons so get a be a part of that and help support that we're hoping to do some more cool stuff like that um in the future uh, we've got some other ones in the works and scheduled, and we'll release those ex- early access uh, on the patron site. And eventually, hopefully, some of that, maybe not all of it, will get onto our feed. But um, we're definitely going to get them all on our, our, Patreon site, our Patreon site. So please check that out and um, support us at any level you'd like. If you don't feel like doing pa- Patreon, you can always send it the old-fashioned way. Put and a five dollar bill and a birthday card in the mail, just like <laughs> Grandma used to. Uh, there is a PayPal uh, link as well in the show notes if you just want to donate to the show that way to keep it going, because um, these server costs ain't cheap, folks, and oh. uh, we want to keep doing this uh, for as long as we can. So we we appreciate the support and love to hear from you, but we love to hear from all our listeners, uh, like this one from Wade Levin, who says, "Yo, C four Fappers." It sounds like from Twitter. Hey, that's catching on, and I don't know how comfortable I am with it. I love it. I love it. I am pr- I'm a proud fapper. 
<laughs> it sounds like from Twitter, Cates and Stedman are ending their Venom rub run at 200 or issue 35 or 36 in April. I have duplicates of a few under number 10 and a duplicate run from 21 to the present. Nice. Should they be long-term holds or should they be flipped before the Cates and Stegman run ends and everyone forgets about it? Now. That's a good question. Flip them now. Get rid of them now. But, but I'm kind of mad because Cates, when he got Venom, there was this whole thing. I love Venom. I've got 100 issues planned. Yeah. Well, homie, you hit one-third of that. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder... Sales, the sales aren't dipping, are they? Heck no! It was one of the only. It was, a, it was constantly talked about. It was heck. It was awesome. Yeah. So I think we both agree to um, dump them now. Yeah. And and I need to take that advice as well and dig all mine out and and flip that stuff. I've got a bunch of the second prints and um that I need to get rid of uh, for all the first appearances of who Null and. Void and everybody else that was on there. Yeah, because when uh, it was all said and done, I, these characters aren't that stand out and cool in my mind. Yeah, they're cool to Kate's. Yeah, so he's make he's having fun with them. Um, I don't know that anybody else is going to take them and run with them. Maybe, maybe, maybe. somebody will dig them up down there, down the road. On another note, Batman Beyond number fifty is a fifteen dollar book on eBay. Yep, not a bad flip, especially if you got it from our friends at Deep Discount Cowabunga Comics. Nice plug there. Um, keep up the good work, Wade Levin. So we appreciate that, Wade, and um, that's some good information. We appreciate that, and we hope that you uh, dump your venom right now. Um, for you, well, hell, why should I give you venom advice? Really, should you yeah. be listening to me? Yeah. When it comes to venom, <laughs> if only we had his first appearance. <laughs> Is that really a smart thing to listen to me at all? No, don't do it. Um, so we also wanted to talk, oh, this is our last time to talk about the January previews catalog, um, because, uh, those orders are going to be due next week and we want to, we want to talk about image this week. Uh, we already did DC and Marvel and we'll, maybe we'll try to start a little earlier and get more publishers in. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure out how we're going to do that. But for right now, we're going to talk about image and what's What's in the January catalog that will be shipped in March? So, uh, leading us right off is Carmen. Uh, so, yeah. it's with a K. Carmen with a K is a new work from Gillum March. Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of good. Yeah, looking at the way, it's obviously a, a Cobra Kai spinoff. She's wearing the skeleton suit. Is that what is that what you think that's what he's going for? Anybody I see wear like a skeleton outfit with a skeleton outline, I go back to the old uh, yeah. Karate Kid, Cobra Kai. Uh, this is also... a five part series. Yeah, that so it's it's just a short one, um, but the the real winner here I think is going to be Noctera. It's a Scott Snyder Tony S Daniel yeah. book. Um, not sure what the concept is. Does it really matter? Um, no. It's uh, world is plunged into everlasting night. Turns all living creatures into monstrous shades. The only way to survive is to stay close to artificial light. Um, yeah. Hey, it's Scott Snyder. Uh, if it's got some witchy vibes to it, yeah, I was going to say, we loved witches. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and we're going to have a jock variant. Um, yeah. Which, going back to witches, the jock variants spiked a little bit. I'm definitely going for the boss logic one. Remember, I was t- talking to you about boss logic last week. And yeah. you didn't know who he was in any way, shape, or form. Right, right. Um, so there's that. And then we also have a glow-in-the-dark variant. We don't have covers on those. Um, but a glow-in-the-dark variant that isn't asking for more money like DC does, not yeah. bad. So I will be getting probably a couple cover A's. I will be getting a boss logic and probably a glow-in-the-dark. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we also have Shadecraft. Uh, number one, this is a Joe Henderson book. Antonio Fabella and Lee Garbett doing a cover. Um, Zadie Lou is afraid of her own shadow. She's a teenager, so she really should have grown out of it by now, right? But something weird is happening in her small town. Zadie could swear the shadows are coming to life, watching her trying to kill her. How do you fight something you can't even touch? And how does all this tie into her family, of all things? Um, this is the Skyward team. So I loved Skyward yeah. a lot. Um, so same folks. Um, uh, Joe Henderson was also the showrunner on Lucifer, which is long-running Lucifer. And so there's a lot of good pedigree here. And um, I, I I loved uh, Skyward so much that I, I really want this. And this has some this has a jock cover as well. Yeah, they're um, already dropping in the synopsis Demon Slayer. The, the dark tones of Demon Slayer and something is killing the children meets the cast of contemporary teenage characters, not unlike Veronica Fish and Kelly Combs and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Just talking about Demon Slayer was being used uh, in some articles to body the comic book industry mm-hmm. as a, uh, a, a manga that outsold all floppy comics in general. We also have Ultra Mega. Uh, by James Heron. This is the first issue. Uh, it's a it's a sixty pager, so they're charging eight bucks for it. Um, so, but they're giving you plenty to chew on. So, two three issues worth in there uh, about a cosmic plague that has spread, transforming everyday people into violent, monstrous kaiju. That is Only such the an uphill battle. The best thing going for this is it's skybound. Yeah, well, Skybound, right? Yeah. Only the Ultra Mega, three individuals imbued with incredible powers, hold the line against this madness. Their battle levels, battles level cities and leave untold horror in their wake. Now the final reckoning approaches for the Ultra Mega, but is this war they can even win? So uh, James Heron did Rumble. You liked Rumble. Oh, I loved Rumble, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, Dave Stewart doing Collars. That's pretty awesome. That is cool. Um, so but like it's got stuff. okay, it's it's an eight dollar book. There's a strike against you, Kaiju. Eh, it's kind of a strike. What if it's just you. the first issue that's uh, eight dollars? Uh, you you still a strike, homie? Still a strike. You don't yeah. you don't give them any a for effort in trying to get you lots of content to chew on. No, because you're trying to hook me. You should hook me with a four dollar book. But you, my expectations are eight dollar expectations. And there has been, I can think of almost nothing that's lived up to those. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Trad Moore on the B cover. Ooh, so, I love, that's cool. Yeah, so. And, um, yeah, I'd be curious to see uh, how that one turned out. But of some of the ones we talked about already, mm-hmm. um, it's not up, that's not as, it's not as high on my list as some of the, the previous yeah. ones we discussed. 
Yeah, last month we talked about the beginning of Deep Beyond, Merca and Dolfo's book, yeah, David Goy. Yeah. The second issue in this, don't miss that if you jumped on that book. Because as we always say, that second issue is usually the lowest of the print runs. Yeah. Uh, there's the third issue of Ha Ha. Um, I, I don't know that <laughs> I can... This looks like, what, mimes? These are mimes? Yeah. Can we buy these book and have him put the, the bag and board on the front so we don't have to see them? But no, <laughs> I, don't them. Look, I don't want to look at it. No. So, you know, some people are in, into this. Dude, uh, there's been so, some so crazy variant covers for it that are really cool. Way cooler than I thought. Yeah. But I don't remember them being solicited. solicited. Right. Is it? Is it, so is it a secret variant, which I makes me want to pull my hair out? <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of weird stuff. Weird stuff variants. Why do they do that? Drives me nuts. To juke out the speckers. I guess. Um, we have uh, a Capullo cover for Spawn 316. Dude, uh, what is going on on that Matina cover? It looks pretty good to me. That looks. Uh, do we know that dude? Okay, she spawned gunslinger spawn medieval spawn the reaper. Is this our first reaper, or did we already get the reaper? I don't read spawn, so Dang it. I, would, I would have to ask somebody. That I will have it. to do a cursory bit of looking because if this is the first the reaper, all these first everything's have popped at the very least a little bit. Uh, shoot, and... uh, shoot Mike Myers a message. He's he's all about spawn. Nice. He read, he's read them all, so he did he know. push back on you when I said Spawn's a superhero and you said he's not? I I don't know. He didn't, so he might not might not have heard that show yet. Mm. <laughs> Is all your Walking Dead's? Oh, how many covers do we have for eleven? Or no, that, sorry, that's ten and eleven. So we have three for ten, three for eleven. What's the Stray Dogs horror movie variant? Do you recognize that? Oops, sorry, I is went that, past is it. That, is that um, Pet Cemetery? Is that what that that looks like? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They need to put like a cheat code like on the bottom, like "Hey, dummies, this is what this is." <laughs> this, this is an homage to this. Yeah. And we've got uh, Walking Dead 10 and 11 down to just three covers. Three each. Well, three we got to see what happens when we hit uh, Michonne. I guarantee there's more than three for Michonne. Should be. Should be. Um, I guarantee first, Drew buys them all. And it should also be for the governor. And, you know, shouldn't all the milestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's the first time we'll see what their milestone issue uh, plan is, essentially. Of course, you know, issue six was Death of Shane, and they didn't do anything special for it. Yeah, because that wasn't a hot book. Because it had happened so... Eh, it was first six were pretty hot. Yeah, based on scarcity, not key. <laughs> the first key was Michonne. Well, aside from one. Mm. Yeah, I guess you're right begrudgingly i guess you're right <laughs> cycle one in the in the wind column <laughs> and uh that's all i've 
got from Image, but yeah. some good stuff in there, right? Yeah, definitely. If you know, I'm all in on Snyder's book. Um, I'm gonna look deep at the ha ha's to see if there's anything I think I gotta grab on this one, and then um, I'm gonna contact our friends at Deep Discount and see if they're bundling anything with Spawn. If there's a five issue um, variant or anything with that, and I gotta find out if Reaper's first appearance. It, that is the third of three uh, that in the storyline. So I'm guessing all four of those characters in that team have already been established. Yeah. But not, this is the first time as a team. Yeah. Does that matter? Yeah. And, of course, Radiant Black, number two, following the Kyle Higgins superhero book that Andy refuses to do image superheroes. Yes, I'm out. Gotcha. But that's been our image crawl. Yes. Uh, now it's time for Hot 10. Hot 10, of course, we'd like to go over to our good friends at cbsicomicbookinvest.com and look at their Hot 10 comics for the weekend. We're looking at the January 22nd list. And number one, we have Dr. Afra number seven that just came out, the one in 25 variant. First appearance, hot artist, hot title, book went nuts. 150 bucks after one day. So, like, last week, when I said, yeah, like, all we should probably be looking at all these Star Wars books, and I picked one. I yep. picked the wrong one. <sighs> I should have picked this one. Yeah. So, so we did have a first appearance in Afra 7. Um, so Who was it? I have no idea. Okay, I don't know either. So, we will have to, we'll it'll have be, to do a little it'll be, chasing. Yeah, it'll be somewhere. Yeah. You still there? Still here. Sorry, I was I was trying to sneakily look at who the fear. You can't tell me. You gotta give me a heads up that you're googling, man. Yeah, I wasn't. I was just looking. <laughs> at rank two, we have Haha number one. We have the John Gallagher variant now live. Pricing is very difficult to figure out as they are are sometimes sold in sets, sometimes not. Fact is, both the trade and virgins are $150 plus books. Sometimes a creepy cover is all that is needed, and this one definitely is that. Like we were talking about with haha, holy crap, that's nuts. I do not want that in my house. At rank three, we continue the Star Wars High Republic number one. Uh, the Paolo Villanelli, very similar to number two above. This one is now live and people just love it to start with. Expect to pay multiple hundreds for either the trade or the virgin copies. So it seemed like specialty variants from somewhere. Star Wars Doctor Afra number seven is the first appearance of Wen Delphus. Ah, good old Wen Delphus. Yes, good old Wen Delphus. Yep. Uh, rank four, going back to the well. Star Wars Dawn of the Jedi Force Storm number one, the Gonzalo Flores one and five. Yes, it was only one copy sold, but nine hundred dollars is quite a jump in price from three hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my Add goodness! Add to the fact that there just aren't many for sale, and I can see why it is possible. The book has a slew of first appearances, and if any of them hit, this could go much higher. This is nuts because it's a one in five, so it was very affordable at the time. But who was the, going ratios on Dark Horse books back then? Uh, yeah, what year is this? Dark Horse, know. so it was 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Maybe 10. 
<laughs> I would Google, but you'd lose me. At rank 5, Spider-Man 361, our good boy Venom. This is going to keep popping on. Or, I'm sorry, good boy Carnage this is going to keep popping on here until that movie hits or we get a dope trailer. At rank 6, of course, Vader 3. This book keeps going, and I think it's going to stop. Is it going to stop anytime soon? 9.8, so the first print are almost $500. Third print, 9.8s are over $500. And fourth prints are 800 plus. Remember when we thought Clone Wars was one was at its peak around the same price point? And then it dropped over and then jumped over a G. Oh, wow. At rank seven, we have G.I. From 2012, Joe. Kyle. It's from 2012. There you go. So, eight years ago. Yes. See, that was the back end of the Dark Horse run that people cared nothing about. True. True. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Rank set, or at number seven, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number one. The Larry Hama written um, book. Like, the o, this is OG Marvel G.I. Joe from back in the day. A year ago, 9.8s of this book sold for about $400. Now it's $1,400 or more. <laughs> It's crazy wow. to see these nostalgic books explode like this, but it's exciting. Again, people my age have more money than they know what to do with, and they're just grabbing their childhood for thousands of dollars. Yeah. They're like, I'll show you, Mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you they can't tell me no. away my comics. <laughs> Star Wars number one, the old Marvel one. Boy, is it expensive now. Speaking of nostalgic books, this just keeps going up and up. 9.8s of this could have easily picked up a year ago for less than $1,000. This week, this beautiful copy sold for 4500 What more is there to say? They had a 98, a 9.8. That's great. Yeah. Abbott number one. Yay, someone was reporting that this book is optioned for the Paramount Network. Really? Is that even news? Is it worth paying $25 because of that? Um, it may be a great book, but seriously, who's getting caught up in these option headlines for obscure TV shows? Paramount Network is not an obscure cha TV channel, first of all, dummy. Uh, it's CBS All Access is what Paramount's... The Paramount, right? It's going to be Paramount Plus, right? Why would people be flocking to that? It's CBS! I haven't watched CBS in 10 years. Oh, well, you... you're Shut up. Shut up. It's a legitimate... OU target It's a legitimate streamer. It's a legitimate streamer. You know, it's right up there with... Let me pull up my phone and look at my streaming services. There's Disney Plus and Hulu. There's five, Netflix, it, Peacock. It's maybe fifth. Sorry, I don't know. No, it's it's beyond HBO Max. It's beyond all these. It's it's It's, it's ahead of... Uh, I'm waiting. Sci-fi.com? It's not ahead of it, yeah. It's ahead of Sci-Fi and AMC Plus. Yeah, exactly. It's ahead of AMC Plus. Sorry, Paramount, you got some. It's ahead of Peacock. It's better than Peacock. No, it's not. The Office is on Peacock. Yeah, it's it's better than that. No, sorry. Thanks for playing. Or will be at rank ten. Black Cat. How um, am I gonna watch my young Sheldon? You're losing our audience. People just <laughs> people just deleted our Patreon. People love young Sheldon. Who doesn't yeah. love young Sheldon? My wife's grandmother. She's 86. <laughs> At rank 10, Black Cat. The Adam Hughes 1 in 50. Who didn't see this coming? People love Adam Hughes. Right now it's 70 bucks. It was 1 in 50, so you paid $100 for it. <laughs> so you lost money. Good job. 
<laughs> honorable mention, Philadelphia 12, the Todd McFarlane variant. Uh, definitely not a heater book, but it would be a nice pickup at cover price. Secondary market is about 10 bucks right at the moment. Oh, cool. And from our funsies, we have Witchcraft number 4, this old, old Tales of the Supernatural book. A 5.5 sold this week for $1,600. Last sold on this book was about four months ago when a 4.0 sold for just four fifty. To me, it looks like the skeleton is just pretty mad and his hand size and just taking it out on his poor people that he's boiling alive. Very cool. Damsel in Distress covers. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I mean, I need to uh, go dig through Pulp Reality. For some just of start these. pulling. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now we're into our FOC from our good friends at Deep Discount. They, of course, send us our FOC on Friday evenings. We get to pour it over for the weekend and find out the things that we want to add to our order and make sure we don't miss, that we always have, and we don't have to chase on the secondary market ourselves. We have until 6 o'clock Sunday to add our DC titles and all of our other publishers at the end of the day, 6 o'clock on Monday. So let's dig through what we got. First, Eric has pulled a few things for us. He is talking... All right, at the beginning, we have Future State Catwoman number two. The cover A is by Liam Sharp, if you're into those. Future State Nightwing number two, Yasmin Putri on the cover A. Young Hellboy, one of a four-issue series. We got a very young uh, Hellboy. That's pretty cool looking, actually. I like I like a young Hellboy with a giant fist. It's pretty neat. Haha, ha, number two, the cover B, Simmons variant. Again, uh... Yeah, haha ha, number two, cover B, Nightmare Fuel. King in Black, Gwenem versus Carnage, number one of three, going to a second print. And that is a really cool cover. X-Men Legends, number one, from Marvel. Looks like our classic old Mar or X-Men from the uh, TV cartoon series, almost. Like that. Hollow Heart, number one, from Vault comics a paul tucker cover on that it's kind of neat i'm not really sure what hmm. that's about interesting yeah and from aftershock comics shadow doctor number one marco Cirello cover a really cool book there too but let's not take eric's word for it let's dig through and see what we can find starting with our dc items most of which being second prints and first prints of all the future state items but there is Generations Forged. Um, that's a Liam Sharp thing. The uh, uh, Liam Sharp cover, I'm sorry. Uh, written by Dan Jurgens, Vendetti, Andy Schmidt. Um, bunch of people on art. Um, don't know much about it. A $10 one-shot. Yeah. And then um, I had a question about Harley Quinn. The, the White Knight presents uh-huh. uh, wasn't that originally a nine issue like the other two hmm. or was it always a six my i don't know actually you don't know yeah, can't remember sure. off the top of my head we also have truth and justice number one um with this uh this is written by thorn vixen yeah it's gonna it's a vixen book i guess so uh, that's kind of interesting. I don't like really the art on the cover, though. Yeah. It's odd. And can't see the B cover. Hmm. Truth and Justice. Interesting. 
All right, down to Dark Horse, where we just have a few little things. Both the little Hellboy covers are cool looking. And Stranger Things was it the cover C's that were our. Here's our. Yep, here's our D&D book. Very cool. Those were the ones to get. Yeah. Down to IDW where there is nothing and off to image. <laughs> uh, well, there's this Aria Heavenly Creatures, which is written by Brian Hoagland and Brian Haberlin, who I thought was the same person. <laughs> I, had off, I often get these two creators confused. And now they're writing together on the same book. They so said, "Let's just make it easy for Drew and be on the same." Makes it book. easier for me, and I will, I'll take it. You will be buying the cover. Oh, nope, the cover C is J.G. Jones, not Joel Jones, who's very good. Yeah, I also really love. There's also a Drew on cover D. Yeah, that's um, just so that's 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 my art. Congratulations style. on your uh, yeah yeah. I, I work mostly in Photoshop. Um, do chalk renderings first, then um, scan that in on my TRS eighty, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> so which one he which haha did he pick the Thorgood or the Simmons? Simmons, that's pretty good. What's the Thorgood look like? Hmm. Okay, I can see why people are digging these. Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's something about that first one that just just set me off, though. <laughs> just freaked me out a little bit. And I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. Six issue of Stillwater is out on FOC. Did I tell you how much I love this book? You have told me a few times that you really like it. How long is it going? Or is it just straight up ongoing? I think it's well, you know. I think it's a, it's an ongoing until it's not. <laughs> All one of those situations. Yeah. You know, you just assume they'll be ongoing until the sales dip to a point where they don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would ever start a book any other way. Yeah, start you know? everything as an ongoing and be like, ha surprise, I had 11. Yeah, it turns out nobody bought it. Goodbye. It's over. Yeah, because you could always fall back on... Well, I had more stories. The sales just weren't there. <laughs> true, true. And if it sells, sales are there, then why then you would you want to relaunch it, again? it? It is in your best interest to keep it going anyway. Yeah, exactly. I guess maybe that's why we're not comic creators. Yeah. All right, down into our Marvel books. Yeah, Immortal Hulk gets yet another number one. This was Immortal Hulk flatline, but Declan Shalvey doing the write, writing and art chores. And um, it's probably a one-shot. There you go. What do you think of the facsimile edition for Black Knight number one, the old Stan Lee? I think that's cool. I think that's awesome looking. Yeah. From 1955. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, and it's probably worth it. That's a good one to, that I think you want to get a facsimile of, in my mind. Can't get him to sign it. This is true anymore, but 
it is kind of neat. It, I think it'd be a fun read, and I don't know where it exists anywhere else. So, yeah. so how how fun, Marvel? Good job, good on you. <laughs> I mean, this is how old is this? Forty seven, sixty five years old. Yeah, is that right? Yep, that's pretty amazing. Uh, how are you going to find a sixty five year old book? Not very easy. And want to read it. And want to be able to crack it open and read it, right? Yeah. That is a... I really like that Ken Lashy, Gwenham, Gwenham versus Carnage second print. That That's not the same art as the first, I don't think. Mm-mm. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good looking book. I read that first uh, MODOK head games. Uh-huh. It's re- really good. I liked it a lot. Um, so uh, Patton Oswalt, uh, he 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 did a good job along with um, shoot, what's the other guy's name? Not as famous, not a famous comedian, Jordan Bloom. Yeah. Um, they did a good job together, and I'm looking forward to more of this comic. And I'm probably gonna check out the. Oh no, wait, the Hulu series is animated, right? I probably won't do that. Yeah. So yeah, that second printing is uh, a new, a completely new cover. It's kind of the. Uh, Where are we? I'm still talking about that Gwenham versus Carnage. That second print. Um, I don't. It might be a connecting variant with the one in twenty five, but I can't tell. But very cool. Do we? What do we think about X Men Legends here? With from Fabian Nicenza and Brett yeah. Booth, we've got a lot of covers on it. Yeah, all new tales starring your favorite X Men, spanning classic eras. Break out the yellows and blues, fire up the danger room, and snap on your pouches as legendary X Men writers return to classic eras of the mutant superheroes in all new, in continuity stories set during their favorite runs. Fabian Nietzsche kicks off the series with a special saga of Cyclops and Havoc as. The Shi'ar return to Earth in search of the Forsaken One. What secrets will the Summers Brothers uncover, and how will its revelation change what you thought you knew about the X-Men? So they're going back in time, dip it in the middle, and quote-unquote not screw things up. Yeah. I don't... Hmm. Interesting. Sounds like they're not, they don't have enough room to really do anything fun. <laughs> I like dipping back into the old times, but it doesn't sound like they have the license to really play with this. Yeah, I don't know. But we get an action figure variant. Let's see what we got here. Cyclops. I like the Spider-Woman 9 cover a lot from Young Young Noon. Um, If that's anywhere close to how that person pronounces their name. Uh, What do you think of that style? That's freaky. Do you like it, or do you just think, eh? That's pretty cool. I like that. And then, if you flip over to the B cover by Rose Besh, yep, are those her thighs? Yes, that are that big. Yeah, she's doing like a or an one upside is... down crisscross applesauce or something. Is that what's going on? Because like yeah. it looks like one leg is bigger than the other, but I can't really tell. Yeah, 
But I do like the color palette too yeah. of the B cover. So that's pretty neat. But it, it, that's an interesting cover. That cover A, I think, is the one to go with, and it's it's kind of trippy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people will dig that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then we always got to check Miles Morales to see if it's doing anything fun. People love Miles still. Mm-hmm. And the one with him getting punched in the face, the KIB. Yeah. What do you think about that? As the, do you think there'll be any heat on that one? Maybe. And then we have the Black History Month variant for the final one. What's the deal there? It's coming out in Black History Month, so they're featuring a black character on it with a Black History Month. Okay. But nothing special, really, right? I don't believe so. I do like that fist in his face. That's pretty cool. Yeah, cover cover A's good, too. They're all good covers. Yeah. I haven't been reading this lately, is it? Any good? You've heard anything? I haven't read Miles in a long time. I I tried some of early Saladin Ahmed's run and I'd lost interest. Uh, Finishes up Marvel. We got a couple continuing things from artist writers and artisans. We're We're finalizing the American Ronin story one with its fifth issue. Vault has Hollow Heart number one. That's the one he featured. The, Paul Tucker. There's the cover A that Eric talked about. I like the cover B. That is an old school takeoff of a uh, looks like a ROM cover almost. Oh, that is cool. From uh, Aftershock, way down there, uh, we have something called Shadow Doctor. And this is written by Peter Calloway. Art by Jorge Yonti. Mm-hmm. With a cover by Mark Chiarello. Yeah, and that's another um, one that Eric pointed out in uh, his run-through. Like, oh, is it? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's the true story of the writer's grandpa, who was... Uh, a black man who graduated from medical school in the early 30s and unable to get any work at Chicago hospitals because he was black and unable to secure a loan from a bank to start his own practice. He turned to uh, the mafia run by Al Capone uh, to borrow was it to borrow money or just to, to, to work a, just to as out. a mobster. Uh, as Callaway himself says, on the one hand, his story represents the promise of America. On the other hand, it shows the worst of it. Sounds really cool. Yeah. Cool concept. From Vault Comics, we have Savage number one. Max Bemis writing this one from the Valiant Mad- Comics. Say what? This is Valiant Comics. Valiant. Sorry, did I say Vault? Yes. Yep, can't read. From the Mad Minds of International Superstar Max Bemis and Powerhouse Artist Nathan Stockman comes the craziest action book of 2021. 
teenage heartthrob, feral social icon, dinosaur hunter, born and raised on an uncharted island full of prehistoric dangers, Kevin Savage has a taste of home when a mutant dino threat invades England. I don't usually get Valiant, so this is something kind of cool. I want to check this out. Yeah. What's Bemis done that I know? I did some crossed. That's um, where I know him. He's one of your crossed guys. He's one of my crossed guys. He did... Uh, uh, there was uh, so the X-Men, the where the the exploding X-Men book. Okay. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember, if you remember that or not. Um, he did the Moon Knight. It's a Moon Knight. Uh, so I love him, obviously. Yeah, he's he's uh he's preaching he's to lead, your choir, and he's lead singer of Say Anything. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, got checks a lot of boxes for me. There you go. All right, Drew, that finalizes anything that you stick out to you for the FOC? Yeah, there's some good stuff in there, though. i got to make sure I get the order in on time this time. Thanks to Eric for being lenient on me, giving me just a hand slap and a warning. <laughs> uh, Glenn versus Carnage, King in Black, second print. I'm saying don't miss out on that. All right, Drew, now let's head on over to Cover Price and see what they have to say. As far as hot books is concerned, I'll go ahead and start us off with our top ten um, at rank. Do we go from ten to one or one to ten? I can't remember. Again, again, you tell us this every, you, you do whatever you want. I think they have it from ten to one for a reason, but you know, whatever. But it's it's weird to go from ten to one. Then to didn't 11. start start at, at rank ten. One? We have Star Wars Tales from the Clone Wars web comic collections. We talked about this collected edition. That oh yeah. Um, that a lot of people missed and a lot of people don't have, but has Cad Bane, Sokotano, uh, Asajj Ventress, Captain Rex, Grievous, Unmasked, Masked, Grievous. Um, and then Dave Filoni has said this is a canon book as well. So a raw copy is like 500 bucks. <laughs> that's crazy. That's nuts. That's nuts. At rank... At rank uh, nine, we have this King in Black, Gwenon versus Carnage, number one, the one in 25. This is the one that I said looks like it connects to the second printing that we just talked about. They're very similar. Um, so this is, of course, Gwenon on the cover, and our second print of, of one is uh, Carnage on the cover. So if you've got this one in 25... You're going to want to get that second print either way, especially because this one is at 155 bucks raw. That's crazy. At rank 8, serial number 1 from Abstract Comics. Terry Moore is a fan favorite writer. Each of his new series tends to have a following. However, stores often under-order them, pushing fans to go online. 24 copies moved $16 for raw already. Uh, ASM 55, once again, Patrick Gleason's Scorching Hot cover continues to stay on the list, moving 79 copies for 140 bucks for a CGC 9.8 pre-sold. Future State Teen Titans number one, the Dustin 1B variant. This issue features the first appearance of the Future State Red X on the last page. This storyline plays around with his mysterious identity. $20.38 for a raw. 
Star Wars The High Republic number one. This odd issue slowed a bit from last week's rapid movement of 260 copies, this week only moving 101 copies. Um, CGC 9.8 going for 70 bucks. And then we have the Stephanie Hans version of Star Wars Republic, $150 pre-sold CGC 9.8. Um, that one moving 102 copies this week. Port of Earth number one from 2017 in March 2019 deadline announced the Amazon that Amazon was developing this top cow image series. However, Screen Rants reached an article on the 10 most anticipated comic book and graphic novel as a patients, reminding collectors that this project is still moving forward. All covers received a little bump from this, moving 31 copies and 150 bucks for CDC 9.8 for Port of Earth. At rank two, haha number one, this hot new series from the Ice Cream Man writer W. Maxwell Prince sold 108 copies, had a high sale of 35 bucks for a raw copy, oh, variant selling for $200 for the trade and $250 for the Virgin. Big winner is the John Gallagher Wanted Comics Virgin cover, while the trade currently sells for $70, the Virgin is selling for $395. And Kyle and Drew said, skip it. Yep. <laughs> we might have done, yeah. We got scared off. We apologize. Future State, Teen Titans, number one, as stated for the B variant, this issue features the very first appearance of Future State's Red X on the last page. This storyline plays around with his mysterious identity. This direct edition was incredibly hot, moving 216 copies, $23.47 for a raw copy. Due to high marked interest in Red X, we recommend holding on to this issue wow and and we do have one of those um so thanks to our good folks the good folks at cowabunga and deep discount we, we got ours just in time there you go. um we have uh before i go on to the bottom 10 of this i wanted to shoot over that uh, article t talking about port of earth says that the uh, article in screen round the 10 most anticipated comic book and graphic novel adaptations and their release dates and i just wanted to touch on those real quick for you guys um in case you may or may not have uh, missed some of these we've got ms marvel in 2021 we knew that sandman in 2021 i don't know that i knew that did i know that it was a, a, a an 11 episode netflix series did i, I know that? that we knew that uh moon knights tbd um hawkeyes in 2021 we've seen film we've seen it being shot yep uh justice league dark is is tbd um i was thinking that was uh that was a uh, hbo max series is that right oh yeah uh we got why the last man tbd come uh, on is, just put it in me yeah um fx decided to revamp this when the pilot was already shot so i hope that's good <laughs> they said it's begin going to re-begin production in early 2021 yeah. american jesus uh as tbd this is a mark millar book that was it was a it was a good series i liked it a lot um um production uh was delayed for in 2019 and there's no official release date she hulk 2022 um for disney plus port of earth like we just talked about uh it's a tbd as well and we have green lantern series uh that's going to be part of hbo max um we also a tbd so 
don't really have release dates for all those, yeah. like, like pr- as promised. Release windows, um, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. The TBD is going to be a great month. Yeah. Uh, but rank 11 on the cover price, hot 20, um, whatever. Uh, point one, number one. You remember this one, Kyle, from Marvel uh, in 2011. Uh, this one had uh, some some uh, first appearances on it and sold 35 copies with a high sale of $250 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 12 is Astonishing X-Men number 3 from 2004. Uh, this concludes uh, WandaVision episode spoilers. So at the end of both episodes, a mysterious person is sitting at a control panel watching Wanda lose her mind. On that console was a sword logo letting users know that this group has a direct connection to her current state of mind. Sword's first cameo is in this issue, with the first full appearance in Astonishing X-Men number 6. So number 3 sold 22 copies and had a high sale of $199 for a CGC 9.8. So you want Astonishing X-Men number 3 and Astonishing X-Men number 6. Gotcha. Uh, Ruins of Ravencroft Carnage number 1. Uh, since this has connections to recent storylines in Ravencroft Institute for the Kremlinian Stain and King and Black Planet of the Symbiotes, we won't spoil what happens. Um, however, we can simply share the news that those issues have been renewed interest in the book's first appearance of Cortland Cassidy. Sold 32 copies, had a high sale of $60 for a CGC 9.8. Rank 14, we have Star Wars High Republic number 1 from uh, Ario Anaditi Dito. Um, sold 47 copies, uh, 80 bucks for a CGC 9.8 presale. Darth Vader number five from 2015. I have this. The first appearance of the Asarte Asarte twins, Aelin and Morit. And the first appearance of Carbon, a Mon Calamari. In a world where Star Wars first appearances are pure gold, and despite unknown content appearances this issue has sold 41 copies and had a high sale of 15 dollars for a raw uh new mutants 98 uh it's a deadpool guy might be okay uh high sale of 1350 dollars for a cgc 98 uh punisher number 13 from 2019 um caused this book to trend because of the capital protests last week Oh, wow. Uh, it has connection to a Blue Lives Matter and the Punisher logo. It sold 33 copies, had a high sale of $15 for a raw copy. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader number 9 uh, from 2021. This is the Rafe uh, Linko design variant. Oh, wow. Uh, I have this Punisher 13 because there's a Mary Jane homage on one of the variants I picked up. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was that's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Star Wars Nine, Darth Vader Nine, uh, sold 64 copies and had a high sale of twenty three dollars for a raw. Uh, it's High a really Republic. cool cover. Right? We missed that. They didn't show that. What are we talking about? The Star Wars Darth Vader Number Nine. It's the design variant, so it's. It's kind of got all the robotic parts of Vader pulled off of him. Yeah, that is nice. Really cool. Hot. What was it, a 1 in 25? 
does it say? One in ten. One in ten. Uh, Star Wars High Republic number one. Uh, Pascal Blanche, Gonzalo, Kenny concept art one in ten. Uh, Thirty-four five copies sold. High sale of a hundred and five dollars for a CGC nine eight. And rounding out the top twenty, Dark Knight's Death Metal number seven. Uh, the last page features the first cameo of Yara Flores and the new Batman. Even though sales slowed, it still sold 40 copies, uh, had a high sale of $20 for a raw, and now recently the sales have dipped down below $10. So future state not um, taken off like people thought, maybe? I don't know. I have this sitting up by the kitchen counter. I should probably bring it downstairs and put it in a box. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. All right, let's shoot over for um, our sneak peek at next week. And this time we're going to start in uh, uh, Lunar yeah, for our DC. Our listeners were uh, kind enough to say, hey, dummies, um, stop going to the site you went to before because nothing's there anymore. UCS is garbage. UCS is garbage. Go to Lunar. Please. So we are going to LunarDistribution.com and finding our releases for January the 26th. Much more to choose from. Yeah. yeah. We've got um, a jock cover A for Batman Black and White number two, which is nice. Which is nice. Very nice. The Doug Braithwaite, a little nicer. Mm. Uh, cover B for Batman Black and White. And... Uh, there's a Catwoman variant that's also very nice. So Batman Black and White has some good stuff there. There's a weird-looking Superman on Future State Batman Superman number one on the Arthur Adams cardstock variant. There's a great um, Mirko Andolfo uh, cover for Batman The Adventures Continue number eight. Mm-hmm. Dan it's really Warren nice. Stand-up work on Dark Detective number two. Same thing with Del Otto. Boy, that Del Otto looks good too. Dang. Seven. Those are very, very nice. Boy, yeah. Exactly looking. Man, that is nice. Uh, Dan Moore is a really nice one. Oops. Who's on the Suicide Squad cover? Oh, wow, that's great. It's a new, yeah, that, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. The Suicide Squad will be fun. How many of these uh, Future State books have you read? None. I'm not interested in it. Not a single one. Correct. I tried a few so far. I've got a lot to, lot to get through, but I tried a few. They're okay. I don't think that any of them are great so far, but I've had, I've enjoyed a couple. Oh, I can't believe this Joker Harley thing. This criminal insanity is still going on. It's been a while. <laughs> it's cool looking covers. They're, they're, oh, the art inside is fantastic. Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of been dragging around. Oh, I don't know about this, man. There's some neat stuff here. 
What was the art? You said something about Arthur Adams. Which one was that you were talking about? Batman Superman. Oh, gotcha. I just did. Superman looks weird. He has a unique style. Yeah, it's all I see that I care about. Hmm. I don't think long and hard about that Marco Andolfo. It's pretty good. And that Del Otto for that future state. Yeah, it's very good. Did we have um cover image on that originally when it was FOC? No. Of course not. All right, now over at uh, the the rest of the world, <laughs> over our previews. Yeah, head on over to previewsworld.com. Find our new releases by January the 27th, and we'll start an image. Okay, so here's 314. This is the start of that arc yeah. that we just saw where they're introducing the new team of Gunslinger, Medieval, the Reaper, and Ninja Spawn. Yeah. So I'm assuming the Reaper already exists then. So this is the one you needed to get. And McFarlane holding the line at 299. How is he doing that? This made so much money, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, even Kirkman can't do that anymore. Yeah. Pretty cool. Maybe Image subsidizes him so they can say they've still got books at two ninety nine. They're like the only they're the only holdout, right? Yeah, they're it. Down in IDW we have Star Wars Adventure Smugglers Run two of two. The second one of those. Yeah, if you got the first one, you probably should have got the second one, and I think I messed that up. <laughs> Down into the Marvel books. Uh, Captain Marvel is 25th issue. Um, what we've noticed, some of these issue 25s have done something fun mm -hmm. and interesting in those 25th issues to uh, cause uh, some spec uh, we had Daredevil 25 do something, ah, Venom 25. Yes. Um, so do you think Kelly Thompson is paying attention <laughs> yeah. and is going to do anything crazy in, in her Captain Marvel 25? Yes. Or not? I think so. I mean, did we, did we know anything what was coming in Daredevil? No. Was that foretold? That was not foretold. Yeah. Of course, Star Wars High Republic number one, the second print. Yep, you better get it. Which one are you at? Oh, the second print for Star High Wars Republic. High Republic. Yep. Yeah, okay. That's a lot of lightsabers on one cover. Nothing for me in Dynamite. Who's the, um, on Star Wars Bounty Hunters 9, who's that bounty hunter? That's the Just guy that we've been telling the whole story about. 
Have I not been paying attention? Yeah, you have not been paying attention. I've read a few of these. I must not have comprehended them. Yeah. Yeah, he's the cyborg guy that's... I can't remember his name. You'll enjoy those Mega Man covers? Let's check them out and see if they creep me out. Okay, a little bit creeped out by I. I like so I didn't real bees, bees good. You like bee? Um, I didn't realize the con the the concept behind um, we only find them when they're dead, but they're like doing salvage on dead gods, like they like go and find these dead gods and giant godlike beings and like harvest their body parts. Huh. So that's the concept behind we only find them when they're dead. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I, I guess I missed that during the synopsis part of it. There is a spoiler variant here. Um, and that spoiler variant will be bagged when purchased, so it will not even be available to see without purchasing it. Interesting. For so issue that's five? That's pretty cool. I'm very interested in that. Down to our smaller publishers. Well, we got loot number one. Um, Scout Comics. It's a Scoot imprint. Which is like their all ages imprint, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, it's a two dollar book, one ninety nine. Oh, wow. Got, gotta like that. Um, it's from the writers of History Channel's Nightfall. Um, don't know if that rings anybody's bell, but might be worth checking out for yeah. two bucks. You know, that's kind of cool. I like the price point. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty awesome. Let's stake number one from Scout Comics as well. A vampire book by David Byrne. We have... Sweet Downfall, number one. That's also Scout. <laughs> What's going on? Something's in the water there this week for them. Uh, Stefano Cardicelli uh, doing writing and art chores. And the trade for... Or no, the third issue of Year Zero, Volume 2. From Artists, Writers, and Artisans. And that's it, Drew. This is the point of the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What's the one thing to crawl through? Make sure you have, make sure you pick up Bagged and Borden because it's going to be worth something. What do you have to have? You know, I think I'm going to go with loot. Oh, wow. I like, I like the, um, 
I like a not a dollar ninety nine intro book like that. Um, I'm willing to uh, roll with the all all agey concept a little bit, and um, and take a look, take a look at it. I'm not letting a softball pass me by, Drew. I am turning and cranking that thing out into the field. I'm going with Star Wars: High Republic number one, second print. Too easy. Too easy. Too many lightsabers on the cover. Can't not take it. Yep. We're going to get down the road, and we're going to find a dope character, and we're going to find out their first appearance was on this cover in the background. Oh, it is a different cover, isn't it? Yes, it are. Introducing Keeve Trennis right there. All right. Anything else, Drew? Um, no. There's, there's. Now that I see the full offerings of um, DC, there's some great covers there. But uh, I decided to go with a small publisher this week. <laughs> yeah, there is some awesome stuff in DC. That Del Otto uh, was an honorable mention from us there on that one, as well as some other cool stuff. Um, but we thank you guys for sticking around with us for our sneak peek at next week. Um, if you guys disagree or you have some things that you think are the gold to find this week, be part of the podcast. Uh, get a hold of us on our Instagrams, our Facebooks, our Twitters, and all that fun stuff. We would love our to Patreons. hear from you. Our Patreon. All these things are available at Patreon. Search Comics for Fun and Profit. Um, check it out. See if you uh, can find anything there. We'd appreciate it. Thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.